Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, whenever you uh, discover something, a new TV show or alcohol in a freezer pop. Oh, hell yeah, bro. That was my jam. It's National Freezer Pop Day, by the way. We call it T-I-L. We stole it from Reddit for Today I Learn. I want to learn things. Today I learn. Do you have a tattoo? Well, if you said yes, <laughs> then this is going to interest you. You know what I discovered? What? This is really fascinating. Thomas Edison, way back in the day, 1876, uh-huh. invented the electric pen. He wanted to use the electric pen mm-hmm. as a means to produce copies of his notes. A small electric motor operates a tiny needle in a rapid up and down motion, producing a series of small holes as the operator writes on specially treated paper. Later, a roller is used to press ink through the holes, producing duplicates of the original document. So before there were copy machines, he would use this electric pen that would bounce up and down, create holes. You rub the ink over, and then that was a way of getting multiple copies of one document just doing it one time. God, living back then sounds miserable. Oh, my Ugh, God. Awful. God, I'm glad I live in this time and this era. Think about how Ugh. easy we have it. Oh, no, we totally everything. do. Bro. Everything. And if you don't think we have it easy, just ask our parents. <laughs> They're always like, oh, Burger oh, Monday. Always. Well, so anyway, it makes sense when you think about that. A pen that bounces up and down, makes small little holes, then it's filled up with ink. What did that turn into? A tattoo gun. So Thomas Edison is the inventor of the tattoo gun, basically? Basically, yes. Thomas Edison invented an electric pen in 1876 that was later slightly adapted to become the first tattoo machine in 1891. That's cool because, honestly, like Thomas Edison never comes up. Let's just say never. I mean, they don't come. Okay, yeah, sure. But if he does, you can put up someone on the spot and say, hey, what's Thomas Edison known for? Well, he's actually known for a lot of things, but, but, but you throw including in the, ta- the light bulb. You throw in, but, you, but that's the thing. That's the obvious. But you throw in the tattoo gun. The tattoo and gun. And then someone's going to tell you, like, no. And then you argue with them and say yes. And then you break it down. And look how damn smart you are. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. I want to learn things. Today I learned. Today I learned 
the back, way back in the day, in 1876, there's an electric pen that Thomas Edison invented. It's crazy how these dudes, light bulb, electric pen. Seriously. How smart? It's I, like, mean, I can't invent anything. It's like God blessed him with finding one good thing, but then he kept on going. It's kept like, going. spread the knowledge, man. That was later adapted to become the first tattoo machine just 15 years later. Random. Mix 94.7. As I have gotten older, I was talking to a friend about this. She said that she doesn't recover like she used to back in her 20s. Like running or working out or no. recovery body-wise? Whenever you go out and you have a few cocktails, uh, you don't bat. Like when you're in your early 20s, you're mm. able to go out all oh, night, yeah. wake up in the morning, you're good to go. Oh, hell yeah. But then once you kind of creep into your 30s, mm-hmm. then it starts de- Declining, and you just get to a point where <laughs> as you grow and get older, yeah. your body doesn't bounce back like it once did. No, you get sluggish. And I have gotten pretty good at gauging, okay, well, this is where I'm going to need to stop or I feel like butt tomorrow. Oh, you get yeah. hit like the highest like peak performance all of a sudden and you're like, I need to slow down now because yep. I know I'm going to feel, okay, okay, yeah. good for you. Now, now, that's not saying that I always slow down. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm conscious of that. Most of the time I do just because I know that my fuck tonight oh, is yeah. not going to outweigh oh, my misery tomorrow. Especially if you have something to do. And like, then I have uh, a little routine in hopes of trying to combat the potential hangover. Yeah. And most of the time it works, but every once in a while there's one that sneaks in. Slides right in. Slides right in. But I want to ask you a very important question. Okay. Someone that likes to drink a lot. Yeah. But doesn't really get hangovers. No, I, nev- so I never do. Knock let's on just say when you get a bad hangover. Yeah. That's how you usually feel. Oh, okay? I, I, yeah. Like, honestly, dude, when I get hungover, it's like I'm dying. All right. So let me ask you this. Would you mm-hmm. take a hangover pill? Mm-hmm. And the reason I ask this is because this is kind of exciting, but yet it's got a caveat. <laughs> this is a real deal, and it just went on sale in England. It might be coming over to the States here pretty soon. Okay. Sounds like it actually works or at least prevents bad hangovers. Mm-hmm. It's called Miracle. M-Y-R-K-L. All right. And it's been in the works for more than 30 years. Jeez, dude. The company behind it says it's packed with two types of healthy bacteria and an amino acid that breaks down alcohol before it even hits your liver. So here's the good news. The pill costs a dollar. That's okay. it. One buck. You have to take two of them a few hours before drinking to prevent a hangover the next day. Easy. Okay. You know when you're going to go out and you're going to be drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. So pop a couple of miracles. It's going to cost you $2 to prevent a hangover. But will it really? Yes, it will. Here is the problem. There's a twist to this. There always is. It's always too good to be true. Always too good to be true. So if I say to you, I am going to guarantee you no hangover. Mm Mm-hmm. You can drink tonight and have a great time. Yep. And for two dollars, mm-hmm. I'm gonna promise you mm-hmm. you will not have a hangover. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this pill or these two pills will prevent you from getting drunk. Oh. When you take the pills, less alcohol hits your bloodstream. So it's more for people who want to drink socially without getting tipsy. Now, if you're trying to get drunk, it'll just make it more expensive because you have to drink more. Right. So would you, knowing that you're really not going to get drunk, still take the pills knowing that you might have a hangover if you don't? Oh, no. I'm not going to take these pills. Because you want to be drunk. 100%. It's <laughs> 94.7. Here's what's trending. Yeah, this is crazy. We found out yesterday court documents revealed that Elon Musk welcomed twins 
with Neuralink executive Siobhan Zillis last November, and now he is speaking out. Well, kind of. Okay, so the uh, Austinite and the richest man of the world alluded to the baby news in a tweet about doing his best to help the underpopulation crisis. Did he really yeah, say that? Yeah, he said, Oh my God. Doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. He's not kidding. Here's the crazy part. Neither one of us, Alex and I, were talking about this. You realize how many kids Elon Musk has? He had six children with his first wife, Justine Wilson. Mm-hmm. This is very sad. Their first died of SIDS at 10 mm-hmm. weeks. Then they had twins in 2004, followed by triplets in 2006. Wow. He welcomed his son, XAEA12, which they pronounce yeah. uh, XAI Archangel. Mm-hmm. They call him Ash or X for short, with Grimes, mm-hmm. okay, given name Claire Boucher in May of 2020. They secretly had daughter Exit Dark Sidoral. <laughs> I hope I got that right. I don't know. Hey, you're not the first to butcher it. They refer to her as Y for short. So uh-huh. they have a, and, and that's an X and a Y. Well, right? That's right. Okay. With so Grimes. she was Grimes. And that was December of 2021. But the latest additions, we don't know their names, but the twins were born here in Austin in 2021. The legal filings that reveal the pair asked a Texas judge to change the baby's names to have their father's last name oh. and contain their mother's last name as part of their middle name. Yeah. The judge granted the request. I mean, if you were to have babies with the richest man in the world, uh, would yeah. you change your last name? Oh, yeah. My kids would be Bezos. And they'd be Musk. <laughs> they'd be Buffett. Uh, like, or uh, uh, Gates, Winfrey, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you name it, bro. Yeah. 100%. After being congratulated on the announcement, Elon told Page Six, bravo to big families. Pretty ironically, Elon Musk's tweet about helping the underpopulation crisis uh-huh. inspired another man famous for making babies, Nick Cannon, to respond to the tweet with, right there with you, my brother. Shut up. Oh, Nick, my God. Nick Cannon has fathered eight children. Kid number nine is on the way. Are you serious? This year, nine kids. He might have like, I'm not exactly sure, but maybe like six different baby mamas. He'll have kids like within a couple of months of Dude, each other. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Did you see yesterday that Disneyland's Instagram account got hacked? I did not. Dude, I did not follow them on the gram. Here's the thing. It's the happiest place on the planet. And then all of a sudden it gets hacked. This guy went on and posted yesterday yesterday saying that he claimed to have invented COVID and said that he's working on COVID-20. This is all on Disneyland's Instagram account. Oh, okay? really? With the new season of COVID is on the way? <laughs> That's what he said. He also used tons of racial slurs and said it was revenge for employees mocking him for his small junk. Employees of Disney? But it's sad. I mean, he didn't have, have much time to get into and explaining why because Disney jumped on, of course, and wiped out everything and they changed their password. They probably should have done it earlier. But it's just it's, everyone is vulnerable to hacking. Last night, I woke up to two messages saying that here's your code for your Apple ID. Apparently, someone's trying to change my password for my Apple ID. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I changed it the first time around 1.15 a.m. And then at 3 this morning, I got another email and a text saying that here's your code for your Apple ID to change it. I'm like, oh, my God. Who wants to get in so bad? Wait, did you click on it? No, I didn't click any Do of it, but I did go change it. my settings. I, I went to my settings and did change my password on my phone, and we're all good. But yeah, no, but I odds click are the they don't have your password. They're just trying to get you to click that link uh-huh. so then they can get your password. Gotcha.
shit. Well, I got an email about it, and then I got a text about it yeah. from Apple, supposedly. So, again, don't fall for it like Disney did yesterday. I've uh, been dealing with that, too. It apparently is running rampant. Seriously. I just saw a video yesterday of a call. So, I have gotten all of these, by the way. There was a scam center in India that got busted by the um, Punjab police. Mm-hmm. They claim that you have been charged by McAfee for this certain amount. It's like an invoice that you get. Mm-hmm. They also uh, do it with the Geek Squad. Oh, man. The most popular one is the HP printer. So if you've gotten any of these quote-unquote invoices claiming that you have been charged mm-hmm. and to call the number to dispute it, do not do it. You hear that, Disneyland? It's a scam, and they're everywhere right now. You just have to be really, really diligent. Sad. Mixed. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 94.7. I'm Brad Booker with Alex Frank. I'm going to say hi to Darius. What's up, Darius? Hey. Hey, Darius. How's it going? Good. What you got, man? Something crazy is happening uh, with your bike. Yeah. Okay. So recently my bike was stolen after I locked it up outside just by my apartment. It happens, whatever the case. All right. So I actually wasn't too shocked because everybody in my neighborhood rides a bike. But then the cops come. And they basically write a report, but they tell you that there's nothing they can do about it. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, so you got to just write it off. Yeah, exactly. So fast forward to yesterday uh, when I was walking to get somebody to eat, and I saw a food delivery guy on my bike go right past me. How do you know it's your bike? It looks exactly like my bike. I have, there's a stripe on there that I have on there. It's a little tag that's on the bike, the back of the bike. You would think that he would take it off, but he didn't, but... It was still there on that bike. That's how I knew it was mine. Okay. Because no one else has that. My mom gave it to me. And you saw all that as he was driving by you? Yeah, he went right by me. So obviously someone in your neighborhood got it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so what happened? Yeah, so I chased behind him. I followed him to the restaurant that he's delivering for. I look over the bike and confirm that, yes, it was mine. And he comes back, and I just walk away. Okay. Why did you say something? That's the thing. All right, so... I'm a lover, not a fighter. Situation. <laughs> I feel you. I, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yes. So I'm just I'm debating whether or not I should steal the bike back or <laughs> just confront him about having my stolen bike. I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, what would you guys do? Well, Alex is the bike guy. What would you do, Alex? I would steal my bike back. Have you ever had your bike stolen? No, but I saw this poor woman. Uh, when I say woman, she was probably in her 20s. Uh, parked at, she was at a Randall's. Uh-huh. She had one of those bike racks on the back on the trunk uh-huh. of her like hatchback, whatever, like Subaru. And she went in the Randall's and um, I was like following her. And she left before me 
and she was outside calling the police, like filing a report, and her bike was missing. Within five to ten minutes, it was stolen off the back oh, of her car. Oh, the bike was actually on the bike rack yep. on her vehicle. And then when she got someone out, jacked it, it was gone. Wow. Exactly. So I'm like, damn. I mean, this is common in Austin. I mean, yeah. they are just taking bikes left and right. And the fact that this dude got the cops to come out, that's huge because they don't really come out for stuff like that. Like, right. That woman I stuck around like with her kind of not helping her out because there's nothing I could do. But she said that they just file a report that no cops are coming out for that. Right, for right. For her at least. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. I'm with you, bro. I'm like, I'm not a fighter. But I mean, if you know the restaurant, if it's near your neighborhood and you know the guy, just steal it back. Is it theft? If you steal your own bike after it's no, been stolen. No, as long as you have proof. Because check this out. Another story that I saw next door was the same situation. Someone got their bike stolen from them by a homeless person that lived in one of those camps. Yeah. They spray painted it in the camp as soon as they got it, and then they went and tried to resell it. Oh. So that guy ended up finding his old bike that was modified. I mean, dude, bro, it's not a and body shop. They just painted a stripe on it. I mean, how is Darius going to prove that that is his bike? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. But, I mean, this guy ended up seeing the bike. The homeless dude approached him and said, hey, you want to buy this bike? The dude bought his own bike back from the homeless guy. Wow. Without confrontation oh, because he knew right. the cops were going to get involved right, here. Right. APD. So that's why I'm all for stealing your bike back. It's not stealing it if it was yours, right? This is a great example of why we need to make sure that we keep receipts mm-hmm. and verify that things are ours Bro, just in air case tag on everything air tag or whatever just you know you got to be able to prove that it's your bike alex says steal it back and <laughs> whatever <laughs> that sounds so bad when you say it like that his current record is 1,885 wins with just 140 losses this morning. All of Austin is rooting for Nick. Nick lives and works in Round Rock. He actually works for the city of Round Rock. Let's welcome him to Austin's favorite game. Nick, Nick. What's up, Nick? What's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Here to represent the Rock. All right. I'm going to leave, and uh, while I'm gone, won't be able to hear anything. Mm-hmm. But you're going to answer these five pop culture trivia questions that Alex is about to ask you. And then as soon as you're done, I'll come back and do my best, okay? He hasn't lost for a while, so let's do this, Nick. Nick Ranrock proud. All right, good luck. All right, let's do it. All right, Nick, Mr. Brad Booker is out the door. Good luck. Jaden Smith is 24 today. Happy birthday. Who are his famous parents? Who are Jaden's famous parents? Jada and Will. Jada and Will Smith. Yep, yep. Uh, on Tuesday, there were rumors that Army Hammer, Army Hammer was working as a concierge at a Grand Cayman resort. His peeps have come out and said it's absolutely false. What's the name of the movie that he played Cameron Winklevoss? He starred in that movie playing Cameron Winklevoss. That was his character. What was that movie? Uh, that's a good question. I actually don't know. All right. Kim Kardashian says that she's had a little bit of Botox, but no filler. How many times has has Kim Kardashian been married? Uh, four. All right. Martha Stewart has joked that she wishes some of her friends would die because she's crushing on their husbands. True or false, Martha is Jimmy Kimmel's cousin. Uh, false. All right. And Denise Richards reveals that her true reason for joining OnlyFans was to learn and understand the site that her daughter had just joined. Who is who is her daughter's famous dad? Who is the dad? Of, Denise Richards' daughter. Who is the dad of that of the of her daughter? The father. 
can I get any hints or anything? No. Uh, yeah, I don't know that one. Either. All good, all good, all good. All right, let's bring him back in. Booker! Hey, hey. Hey, hey, Man, you got one right, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Maybe they maybe they were that hard for this Friday, and you get one right and you tie, and then Nick kind of wins, sort of. Okay, I'm ready. We'll see. Jaden Smith is 24 today. Happy birthday, Jaden. Oh who? my God, are you serious? Right. Who are Jaden's famous parents? Well, first of all, that's crazy. Second of all, I can't believe they've been together for that long. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's the one you got right. 24. On right. Oh, my God. Time flies. On Tuesday, there were rumors that Army Hammer was working as a concierge at a Grand Cameron resort. It came out on Twitter. His peeps have since come out and said that is absolutely false. It was a prank. What's the name of the movie that he played Cameron Winklevoss back in 2010? Cameron Winklevoss, mm -hmm. the Winkle uh, Social Network. Yeah, the Winklevoss twins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian has come out and said that she's had a little bit of Botox, but no filler. All right, how many times has Kim been married? Shut up, Kim. Just Bro. admit it. Look, I I'm so excited. I'm just days away from my Botox. Uh -huh. Doctor Jessica Wright to rejuvenate Austin. What? what? Hello. Uh, what's the question? The question is how many times has she been married? I've been, been so married? excited about my Botox. I, I totally didn't hear There's the rest of the question. Wrong with it. How many times had... has Kim been married? Yeah, yeah. Kim has been married. Mm -hmm. See, yay. Mm -hmm. The basketball, Chris mm -hmm. Humphreys. Mm -hmm. And then, well, well, I forget the dude's name before him, but I think she's only been only. <laughs> if she marries Peter, it'll be her fourth marriage. So yeah. it's three times previous. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Damon Thomas was the dude you're talking about. Though. Oh, he yeah. He's that record executive guy. Right. Martha Stewart has joked that she wishes some of her friends would die because she's <laughs> crushing on their husband. I heard. Hey, guy, let me pull that up. Go ahead. It's so awesome. I'll, I'll wait. All right. True or false. Martha is Jimmy Kimmel's cousin. You know what? That is true. And I know yeah. that because Jimmy, um, I don't know, a couple years ago, I guess, he did one of those. Uh, for, oh, no, he was on that TV show. I was thinking he did like a one of those 23 uh, and Me right, or whatever. Right, right, right. He was on that TV show where they check your... Um, your family history—it's celebrities. They go, they go to celebrities and they check their um, what's it called lineage, lineage? lineage? yeah. And uh, he turned the page and found out who his cousin was, and it was Martha Stewart. Isn't that great? Yeah, I forgot the name of that show, but yeah. Anyway, uh, wait. Here's Martha Stewart. This is pretty funny. I had two mad crushes in the last month, which is really good for me. But it turns out, you know, one of them is married to the mother of some friends of mine, and he's so attractive. I've no. never been a homewrecker. No. I've had the opportunity to yeah. be a homewrecker, and I have not taken anybody up on it. That's where I meet men. They're all married to friends of mine, or right. maybe they'll die. I always think, oh gosh, couldn't that person just die? <laughs> the wife. Yeah, not painfully, just die. Just and then slowly meet, pass meet, away. Yeah. <laughs> not painfully. As a Chelsea Handler, by the way, her podcast. Uh, remember when we thought that Martha Stewart was like so wholesome? Now we know she's straight gangsta. She's parties, man. She is straight. She's friends with Snoop for a reason. For I a love reason. Her. Hey, Denise Richards. Uh, Denise Richards has revealed that her true reason of joining OnlyFans was to learn and understand the site that her daughter had just joined. Uh -huh, okay. Who is her daughter's famous dad? Charlie Sheen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, five out of five. Are we done already? I was just getting warmed up. Man, poor Nick, man. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Hey, man, that was fun. Thank you so much for playing along. Yeah, thank you, brother. You got to say it. This is Nick from Round Rock, and I can't beat Booker. Ah, thank you, Nick.
Good try, brother. Good try. Happy Friday, though. Next 94.7. Because we all want to know what everybody else makes for a living, but it's always been taboo to ask until now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again, y'all. It's time for Share Your Salary. Share your salary. Share your salary. On the phone with us now is Stephanie. Stephanie, Alex, mm-hmm. is the manager of a funeral home. Dude. Stephanie, thank you for coming on the radio. <laughs> Tell us how much oh, money you make for a living. Thank you for sharing your salary. All right, we're going to do this. We're putting 60 seconds on the clock. We'll ask you a bunch of questions. When we're done, we'll play a three-minute song. We'll come back. We'll guess what we think you make, and then you're going to tell everybody. Simple, all right? Okay. Okay, 60 seconds starts right now. You're the actual funeral home manager? Yeah, so I'm the office manager. It's myself and my funeral director, and we run the whole entire funeral home by ourselves. Wow. Uh, Now, you you get a salary? I do get a salary, yes, sir. Is there like a... (laughs) This is going to sound bad. Oh, boy. Is there a commission? Do you make a commission off of how many... uh, Um, no, uh, I can make some commission. It depends on what I sell. So, for instance, if it's like a monument or something along the lines of that, I can make commission. Like if you upgrade the casket? Nope. No commission. Oh, gotcha. Just kind of like the extras. Yeah. Did you have to get some education to do this? Did you go to school? How does that work? No, I'm currently in school to become a funeral director. I'm in military school. But I actually started working for a different company called Inman Shipping, and that's the death industry. What they do is they ship decedents across the world. So say someone passes away in New York but needs to have a service in California, that's what we would handle. So then I started, I got my foot in the door there, started school, and then I actually moved from Indiana one year ago, and I moved to Texas, and I started a job at the funeral home. So this it is doesn't so have crazy. to take a degree to become an office manager. So here's a fun fact that I read, fun fact. If you die on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. say you uh, die in the middle of the sea and mm-hmm. the next protocol is... Uh, the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Then they dump your body in the Bahamas. In the water? And your family... No, Alex. Oh. At the port. And <laughs> you your family dump. is responsible for bringing your body back home. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? That may be. You know, there's so many different traditions that come with working in the death industry. I mean, it's, you just can't say, you know, religions and all that kind of stuff come into play. Why, what got you interested? Why are you interested in the death industry, as you'd say? So, you know, people do CNA work, and with CNA work, um, you you take care of somebody's loved one before they pass away, and you've got that feeling of love and care for that person. It's the same thing when you when they pass away. You're there for them, and you're caring for the the, the, the decedent and the family in that time when they need you, and Aww. that's the best rewarding feeling that you could ever feel. Wow. I know this is going to sound weird, but it's kind of a morbid job, right? And typically, people mm-hmm. that you're involved with, like that you deal with, this is the the lowest point in their life. So you obviously need pick-me-ups. What is the best funeral home joke that you've ever heard? Oh my gosh, I've heard them all. Go ahead. Um, they're all okay, but every time I meet someone new and I, they find out that I work in a funeral home, the most basic one, it's not the best. I don't. I couldn't come up with the best, but... Oh, we're just dying to get in there. That's the main That's one that funny. everybody always says. This is so interesting, just the death industry, just the a whole industry we never think of. And you don't, you know, this is a very important industry and it gets put on the back burner, you know, but it's yeah. very important. You it know, is this important. Is, this is a very rewarding job. But don't invest in funeral homes. 
to dying industry. And, <laughs> yeah, it's so um, it's like the business is doing good, but that's oh, bad. Seriously. <laughs> well, you know, it's something you think about this, you know, like uh, you, you build a mall. It's like, well, people are always going to shop and you don't think about they're, they're going to be online shopping. But there's some things that are just kind of bubble proof, you know, you can't bury online. Right. Like, exactly. Right. People are always going to die. Wow. Because we all want to know what everybody else makes for a living. But it's always been taboo to ask until now. On the phone with this is Stephanie. Stephanie is a manager of a funeral home. We learned that she and the funeral director run the whole place by themselves. It is salary, but she can earn commission if she sells a monument. She's currently in school to be a funeral director. She used to work for a company that ship bodies, just moved to Austin from Indiana one year ago. She kept calling it the death industry, which is a new and interesting term for us. She is fulfilled by this job because when someone passes, she is there for them and the family. And the worst joke that she hears is people are dying to get in there. <laughs> All right, Alex Franco, why don't we start off with you on guesses? Oh, man, I'm dying. I mean, oh, my God. I was, I was say, that I'm was dying an accident. Laughing. That was an accident. We got a text of 51993 saying that Michael C. Hall in Six Feet Under on HBO used to make $27,000 a year. What? You remember that show? Yeah, of course. I never watched it, but I know what you're talking about. I'm wrong with it because I was like, that's random. Okay, I'm going to go with 48000 So you got 27000 I got 48000 it's time now, Stephanie, for you to reveal that number. How much you making every year? Thirty-two thousand. What? <laughs> nice, very close. How much can you make as, a, or roughly, as a funeral director? Like when you get uh, out of it school, it depends on where you're working and what funeral home, what kind of company you're mm-hmm. working for. But a lot of times, you're making roughly about sixty thousand up to a hundred. Nice. So it seems to me like this is a real family-oriented business. Like funeral homes have been in the family for years and years. Is that true? Yeah. So there is. There's different kinds. Like there's lots of family-owned funeral homes, but there's also corporate-owned, like SCI funeral homes. I work with a family-owned funeral home. So it's not a corporate owned. That's better. Um, so yeah. 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 <laughs> it's better because you keep it, you yeah, keep I death like local. It. Oh, I like it so much better. Not to talk down on anybody, but, you know, working in an SCI, it's just more controlled, I guess you could say. And then having a family owned funeral home, it's more personal. And For it's me, it feels more rewarding because you can have that better connection with your family and it's not always about money. And it's all women that work for that corporate one, the FBI. It is. <laughs> Female body inspectors, FBI. Yep, yep, yep. It's tough to get in, though. A lot of <laughs> stiff competition. Oh, what? I didn't get a rim shot from my female body inspector? I've just seen it on hats for the last 20 years. So. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much for taking care of our loved ones, and thank you for sharing your salary. Now, remember, the reason Share Your Salary works is because of you mm-hmm. and your willingness to participate. You do not have to use your name or tell us where you're from, but call us right now, would you? 512-643-5947 or text SALARY to 51993. Message data rates may apply. Share Your Salary helps everybody, but we do need you. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.